fans and welcome to the big blue box podcast my name's gary my name's adam my name's maria my name's matt and my name's harry and welcome to the february roundtable yay I think that's potentially the smoothest the smoothest one that we've done thus far wow wowzers whipped them into shape gary <laughs> yeah we had a couple of little practice runs and it was um even though that was successful i was like no there's always one i thought it was going to be matt but he pulled it out it's fine it's How all good dare you. <laughs> very dare you <laughs> Uh, it's been a little while, hasn't it, since we've done the round table because we couldn't do one in in January. Our our schedules were uh, mix and matched and all over the place and upside down and back to front, so we couldn't we couldn't quite get together. But we're here for February, which is cool. Um, before we get on to all of the things that you should be doing with the podcast, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, I'm going to introduce these guys because it wouldn't be the round table without the writing team, and uh, we've also got a special guest who's here with us. He doesn't really turn up much. <laughs> He's not here very often. Only every week. He's like, I'll record with you, Gary, but those guys, no. I can't I like be doing Until it. they can do the Alonzi at the end properly, I'm, I'm not in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we need to get better at that. But So the, the intro was nailed. Perfect. We'll see what happens when we get to the end and we have to do the Alonzi. We'll, we'll get to that. But um, uh, joining up for the roundtable, February, we have, as you've already heard him, we have my co-host on the regular podcast, Mr. Adam. How are you doing, dude? Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Uh, Maria, how are you, darling? Uh, yeah, I'm really good, Gary. Uh, I'm on annual leave at the moment, which is fantastic. Oh, lovely. Um, I've I, yeah, I can't say how good it is. Um, I have been doing some Doctor Who watching. Um, I want to give a shout out for the um, the Heart and Weirer that I'm kind of going through at the moment. Um, I'm posting my thoughts on the Big Blue Box podcast Discord server in the classic thread. So if anyone wants to kind of join along, I'm posting every every Monday um, and I'm going through the stories in order. So I'm up to the Sensorites at the moment, which um, I really enjoyed watching. So and I'm loving our original TARDIS team. So just shouting out for that um, so people can come and join in the conversation. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Very good, very good. Ah, oh, the sensorites. Remember that one, dude? I think we quite liked yes. that one. Yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? The old sensorites. We liked mm. that. Yeah. Matthew, how you doing, you old bugger? I'm well, thank you, Gary. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, no, I, I've I've actually only been up to one Doctor Who related thing recently. Uh, I feel I, I was just racking my brains just then uh, trying to think of something else that I did and I haven't done anything and I feel a little bit ashamed of myself I'll be honest but <laughs> I did watch for the first time the uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth the serial not the Cushing movie oh, okay not seen yep. it before right. um, that a crime in itself um, <laughs> but yeah I was pleasantly surprised it, 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 I watched all six parts in one sitting Oof. Um, nice. Did you have snacks? It didn't drag for me. Uh, custard creams. Oh. And a cup of tea. You know where you stand with a custard cream, dude. Yeah, no problem with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. with that and the old bourbon. Serious dunkage. Did you have a cup of tea? Did you dunk? Oh, for sure. Oh. If you don't dunk, then what are you doing? I knew you were a great addition to this team, Matt. <laughs> when we first spoke i just forced i could foresee Always. that you were a dunker perfect right lovely uh right over to our resident uh, future star of doctor who 
superstar actor. Mr. Harry, how are you, dude? Thank you. For, I hope your crystal ball is working in, in that uh, area, Gary. That'd be <laughs> wicked. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I have um, unfortunately reached a bit of a standstill in my Doctor Who marathon because I'm on season three and most of it is missing. So I've got to a stage now where the majority of it is telesnaps and it's proving just a little bit too hard at like holding my attention. So, yeah, that's that that's a bit. Um, that's a bit of a problem but um yeah but th- that's all good you know it's um it's enlightening and also very fun and also feels like sort of a doctor who fan rite of passage to be finally watching the show in order mm-hmm. so even though it's a bit slow at the minute uh, that's still that's still good fun cool i mean series three you kind of screwed straight out of the gate really because galaxy four mm. it's all missing apart from one or two isn't it so yeah yeah just the one episode i I think Mm -hmm. um all of it has been animated but i'm trying as much as possible to watch telesnaps because um i i guess i just kind of want to um have it be as authentic as possible but when the when the episodes literally don't exist like what is the authenticity you know so i think i might when i get into padrick trouton because quite a lot of his stuff has been animated i'll probably end up caving in and buying a few of the blu-rays um that have been released um for that um so yeah that's very exciting nice sounds good you're a bit of a purist then you don't go in for these these animated flim flam give me the telly snaps give me the proper i'll tell you what if the acting doesn't work out then i might just do a um oh the name of the guy who um finds a bunch of the missing episodes escapes me there's this one adam knows what's his name um Phil Levine, uh, Philip. Oh well, yeah, Ian Levine and uh, what's his name, Morris? Philip Morris. Philip Morris. Yeah. Okay, Indiana so Jones, I'll fo- Morris, I'll, yeah. So I'll follow in these heroes' footsteps, and I'll, I'll go around the world like with a cutlass and like try to find the uh, <laughs> try to find the rest of the, the missing episodes. Do you know what would be a very cool fan film? It would be Indiana Jones, but looking for Doctor Who missing episodes. <laughs> That would be pretty. Well, I'll sweet. tell you what, Harrison will will come back for a six movie just to do that. I reckon that that that's that's bang mm. up. That is. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be contacting you now. We know he listens. So of course he listens. Of course he listens. listens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has to take his earring out first, but he does listen. You have to have a bit of uh, you have to have some extra, um, you know, input on his microphone because uh, <laughs> he's got such a quiet voice. It's difficult to understand sometimes <laughs> what's going on. Uh, yeah, Gary, say Chewie, we're home. Chewie, we're home. I don't waste I think my evenings. Harrison's just joined us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was in the chat. He was in the room, wasn't he? Just for a second. Anyways, Amazing. anyways, before we get on to some of the stuff that we're actually going to talk about that's worth your, your <laughs> listening time, Doctor Who listener, we're going to talk about some stuff to do with the recent set picks that we saw with Shooty and Millie and so on. Talk about his new outfit. Talk about some of the stuff that's potentially coming up in that Christmas special and the specials themselves. Some of the things that we want to see, some predictions, that kind of thing. And then if we've got time afterwards, we might do a bit of a Q&A. Some of our Discord peeps are hopping in there, so we might answer some questions from the old Discord fan. Before we get on to all that stuff, though, remember to follow or subscribe to this very podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode that Adam and I do. Uh, the, the weekly app that goes out every single Friday. And also we do these monthly roundtables as well, so you won't miss those either. Um, we are on the socials too, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find links on the website, which is bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. And while you're there, you can also check out the awesome reviews and articles from this lot. And um, who's missing? Jordan and Mark as well. So go and check out all of those uh, very cool reviews, etc. Uh, as mentioned, we have a Discord server. It's completely free. You can hop in there. The link's on the website and come and chat lots of uh, Doctor Who with other cool Doctor Who fans. Um, right, very quickly though, so Adam, my co-host, we do this every week, you can find him on YouTube, it's The Geek's Handbag. Indeed, yeah, The Geek's Handbag. Indeed, yes. Uh, Maria is uh, has signed an exclusivity contract with The Big Blue Box, so you can only find her uh, <laughs> over at Big Blue Box Podcast at Kelly UK and in the Discord. Uh, same with Matt. Harry, are you doing anything at the minute, or is it just Big Blue Box? Just Big Blue Box uh, and any stuff that 
comes along after this current dry spell, uh, you can find out about on my social media. All of my links are on my website, harrymarchiniak.com. If anyone's interested. Nice. Good. If anyone can okay. spell that. <laughs> I think it's harry.com has <laughs> taken. <Marciniak. laughs> yeah. I think a certain Harry might have harry.com, the easiest one to remember. Not sure. They're yeah. a lucky bugger, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Rightio, then. Let's talk about our new Doctor, our new upcoming Doctor, after the new Doctor, which is actually the old Doctor, which is the new Doctor again. So let's talk about the new one after that, which is the 16th, no, 15th Doctor, Shooty. Is it the 15th? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I had to think about that as well, actually, as you were saying it. I was like, hmm. Yeah. And uh, as is par for the course on every single round table, we've lost one of them. Maria's gone. She'll be back. So don't <laughs> worry. She'll be back. Um, Slip through the vortex. But we spoke about this, didn't we, on the, um, uh, not this episode, one before, about the, the set picks that were not the mm. leaked ones or the ones that fans had gone out and found where they were filming and popped them on their socials and stuff, but uh, the ones that we guess Russell or the BBC or Bad Wolf, whatever, were happy to put out to the mainstream media. So these were the ones that were in like the Express and the whatever, Radio Times. Um, so I'm going to come back to you in a minute, Ad. Um, but for these guys, I assume you have seen these picks. So what are your impressions on... Let's go to um, Matt first. What are your impressions on um, his new look? Because the only um, outfit that we'd seen prior to this was the initial, um, the initial set picks of when he was announced, right? So that was him in the... Um, what was it? It was like a bright orange jumper and stuff like that so it's a slightly different look for him in this one in this uh, which we assume is the christmas special so what did you think um i've got to admit i when i saw the initial uh bright orange jumper one um i wasn't i was i, I thought it was cool but i didn't think it was it screamed doctor um if you know what i mean mm. saying okay. that the news, the new pictures with the with the, the brown coat and um, the slightly different top underneath. He looks exactly like the Doctor. He lo- he looks the part. I know he's going to act the part. I know that RTD is going to make sure that the script and and every and the production values and everything is going to be there right there with him. So I, I've I'm just really excited for it all. And I, I yeah, I, I love his new look. And I wonder if. It's going to be sticking around just for the Christmas special or whether um, that might be a, a slight change, maybe, that they've, they thought, oh, this looks a bit better. Um, personally, I hope they did. Um, but then again, that coat with the orange, I mean, it doesn't go, but the doctor doesn't really have to go, does he? Um, so, um, you know, just look at Colin Baker. So um, it's... I, I'm just I'm, I'm really thrilled with it all to be honest and that man RTD he is a very very clever so-and-so because <laughs> he's just he's just given the fans just that little bit that just you know the the, the little bit of tantalizing uh, information that we've all wanted for during during the time that Doctor Who wasn't on the air um, during Jodie's era where we just had nothing. Hmm. But with this, yeah. it's, got, it's keeping people talking and it's keeping Doctor Who relevant. And I'm here for it all because I think he's doing a fantastic job. Good stuff. So a thumbs up, I think, from Matt, which is good. Uh, Harry, what did you think to this alternative outfit, I guess you call it, that we've seen in sh- with Shooty? Yeah, I was just trying to get an image of it up on Google uh, to sort of refresh my memory. I have seen it, uh, but um, yeah, it's kind of, um, it's 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 not sort of stuck out in my memory just yet because I sort of saw it the once on kind of like a social media timeline. But um, what I like is that, uh, oh, thank you, Matt. Just got the image up. Yes, wicked. Love it. So what I like about both of these uh, alternative looks is that they both kind of have similar colour schemes, which is nice. Um, what I like about the variations in, let's say, the Twelfth Doctor's costume is that, or the Tenth Doctor's costume is that there was kind of like the basic, the basic shape 
of the costume or like you know the fundamentals uh but there were like subtle differences and that's what made it kind of interesting uh and um i like how that they're, they're doing that with sh with shooty because it's just more realistic i mean like the doctor wearing the same thing every, every week it's like do, like in the words of Donna in Partners in Crime, like, do you ever change? I mean, I'm thinking, like, do you ever wash? You know, uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, it's a nice, it's a, it's a really lovely aesthetic for him. I think he looks like a right Bobby Dazzler in it. And um, if I was into cosplay, uh, then I, I'd you know I, I'd I'd lap it up. I also really like the trainers as well um, in his alternate look because um, they. It's quite nice, isn't it, when the Doctor wears something that kind of clashes with the rest of the outfit. It just kind of give, gives gives it the otherworldly edge, you know? Mm -hmm. I read you. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's it's weird, isn't it, to... Um, when you mention, like, does the Doctor ever change and does the Doctor ever wash and, and all that stuff, it does make you wonder what they've kind of drifted away a little bit from the classic years when the Doctor did more human stuff like the doctor slept and he had cups of tea and he ate and all that stuff. You never see that in modern who anymore, really do you? Like, I don't know. Um, add, um, I was going to ask you, I know we've got your thoughts already on what you think of the new outfit and stuff, but do you think mm. this is perhaps, um, something that we'll see more often with this doctor having swapping around with alternative costumes? Or do you think it will be like, remember the David Tennant years when, 95% of the time it was the the pinstripe suit with the brown coat but then every now and then he'd rock up in the blue suit and but it was yeah. just very like few and far between do you think it will be like that or do you think we'll have a bit more of a varied wardrobe I, I don't know because it is quite different to what he was wearing in the initial publicity still I wonder if, it, if they are going to mix it up quite a lot, which in a way would be interesting because it'd be fun to see the Doctor wearing different um, outfits, uh, you know, every story or every couple of stories. But I kind of agree with what Harry was saying. I like it when they sort of keep a running theme uh, and just sort of change bits, you know, one week to the other, if you like. So um, like you just said as well, Gary, with Tennant and the blue and the and the brown suit is quite it's a very similar suit but it's just the change of color and it just you know that when you see him on screen the following week wearing something different it just makes you go oh you know it just wakes you up a little bit and i think it's one of the things that was a shame with jodie is that they really didn't change her costume up much at all i think there was a couple of variations on a t-shirt um but i think that was pretty much it apart from the blue coat of course which we hardly saw used at all it was only really used for the alternative like 30th doctor and it looked so good as well i liked the blue coat so i think um yeah I, it would be nice to see him wearing something different um i'm not too bothered if they really mix it up a lot i think that will be interesting but yeah i'd kind of like it to be like that thing of having a slightly running theme like maybe if they're just keeping the color scheme going between outfits or i don't know but i, I agree with these guys i think i actually prefer the long coat look um, and it seems that's the most people I speak to seem to like this Christmas look more than the official publicity picture that they put out, which is quite interesting. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, fair dues. It's definitely got this, the colour scheme they've gone for, intentional or not, is definitely more of a, um, what's the word, I guess, an autumnal look, I think is mm. the best way yeah. to put it. It's like very orangey brownie sort of thing. Um mm it's going to be an awesome Halloween story, whichever one they get around to, you know, millions of pumpkins everywhere, whatever. It's going to be cool. Anyway, yes. Maria, do you like Shooty's new look? Yay or nay? You've left yourself on mute. There you oh, go. sorry about that. There you go. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself unmuted, you know. Never, never a podcast, um, never a round table without some kind of issue. Um, <laughs> I, I liked I liked the original actually Czech um, suit that he had because I thought that was quite smart and I wasn't too sure about the orange um, t-shirt or top that he had underneath but I actually liked that kind of suited look that he had initially when they were first releasing the pictures because I think it it was quite a statement um, saying that I do love that leather jacket that he's got on in the uh, the summer uh, in the sorry Christmas special i mean that's going to be an iconic 
kind of jacket for people to cosplay with so that's going to look fantastic um yeah i think adam's right about the autumnal kind of scheme for him i mean it could be it's a running theme throughout the first series that he has um it could be that they're just having fun with him with his look at the moment because he is quite photogenic as an actor i mean he does look fantastic um he does photograph really well. So it could be they're just having a bit of fun with his look at the moment until they settle on something else. But, yeah, I like I like the look. I, I think I think it suits him. Um, I mean, he, he could probably look good in anything, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I do like it very much. Um, and I like the colour scheme as well. I mean, it could settle down and be, you know, be those autumnal themes, uh, autumnal colours eventually. It'll be really interesting to see what, what they do with his first series and whether he does have a different um, costume every story. It'll be really interesting to see. Hmm. Interesting. Um I can't remember if this is the case or not. You guys have to remind me. We saw a slight variation in Matt Smith's costume over the years. Mm. Um, did we see anything with Eccleston? Did he have an alternative one? A bit like Jody. He had different T-shirts, didn't he? he had like a brown and a dark blue, did he, or something? Mm. Not much, it's though, green, was there? Hardly any variation. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. The it jacket was, was always the same, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the jacket stayed mm. the same and the... The, yeah the trousers or jeans black jeans yeah you're right it was a green one wasn't it it was a green and and something anyway yeah i, th- I think probably out of all the modern doctors he's the one that's remain that remained the most consistent i guess in terms of yeah. his, his his outfit is it an outfit or a costume a costume to me makes it sound like it's gone to like the <laughs> halloween shop down the road and <laughs> ask for a, for a costume it's an outfit i guess it's interesting what? you say that, isn't it? Because people, when they criticise Jodie's costume, will say costume, but it's because they're saying it looks like a costume. And I think if people like something, they'll describe it as outfit because they, in in the sense that it would be something somebody might actually wear. Whereas if they, mm. I think a lot of the criticism with Jodie is they were saying, well, who would wear that? You know, on a regular <laughs> basis, it was a little bit out there. So, hmm. yeah. So I think we should say um, shooters is an outfit because I think people would wear it. Although I won't be wearing that crop top. I'm telling you now, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, not going to happen. I mean, Maria's right. Shooters just got the look that he can carry off a lot of good looks, can't he? You know. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry for that it's image in your head, Gary. Uh, it's interesting what you say about whether you use the word outfit or costume, because I think mm. when you look at the classic era, you always think of the classic doctors having a costume because um, yeah. they kind of they they tend to kind of stay in the same thing for most of it. I mean, it's funny what you're saying about Peter Davison because I don't I don't think he ever changed his no. costume, did he? He never changed it. I think they only changed the salary. Yeah. That's it. You kind of knew things were getting serious when he uh, took off his coat, and that was about it, really. Or put the little glasses on, you know, the little half. Yeah. You know, then you knew Davidson was getting serious. Yeah. It was going to get tasty when the jacket came off. Yeah. Cricket ball. Pass me the cricket ball. Yeah. Okay. That lovely waistcoat in Planet of Fire, is it? He wears that weird waistcoat, like that beige. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very but apart from that, very little. Mm. Yeah. Of course, the biggest controversy in costume change-ups is the Tom Baker scarf. That's hugely divided. Do you go with <laughs> the classic multicoloured version? Harry's just gone. He's about to go off on one. I can see. Or do you <laughs> do you go with the like the maroon, you know, grape-coloured version? I don't know. I mean, the reason my expression is so, I guess cautious is because it is a it is it is quite a touchy subject isn't it but i i honestly i honestly love both scarves like i think the multicolored one is the is the og but like the red look i mean i know that tom didn't really like it but i think he pulled it off brilliantly i i I love i love that yeah i like that yeah Mm, it's a good one yeah we haven't seen many accessories though with shooty have we that's the thing i don't i'm not saying that we have to but we haven't seen any hats, any scarves, any gloves, haven't seen any pocket watches, haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. So, although he can pull off the, the look, 
can't accessorise. He's got necklaces, I think. Mm. He's got necklaces, hasn't he? I don't know what the necklaces are just his or or whether it's going to be, you know, something in, in his outfit. So um, that's interesting. Cause, got, yeah. Yeah. I he's got rings as people. well, isn't he? Sorry? Sorry, he's, he's got rings and he's got those Gallifreyan um, symbols on his skin, I think. Has he? Has he? Has he? I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Or have I dreamed it? I'm, 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 I could be making a fool out of myself, but I oh, think... Oh, we've, we've got a doctor with tattoos. That's interesting. A doctor well, with I was going to ask you what sure. you all think of the Tash. Ah, the oh, old... Uh, um, what do you reckon good. to the Tash? I rate it. Yeah. Fair. yeah. Okay. Tash yeah. is getting a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Shoot, he can get away with anything. He, he can pull he it really all off. He He's such a stylish guy. <laughs> well, I think... Um, I think he's uh, he looks cool with it. If I'm yeah, he does. Uh, he does suit it definitely. Let's have a look. Yeah, as long yeah, as it doesn't start slipping off, as you know, as he's getting all hot and bothered under the studio lights. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there are some set pics of Shooty when they did the first the first costume reveal. You know, like the the brown suit, the brown shoes, and the bright orange jumper. That one. Hmm. And he's got some symbols on his fingernails. But I can't figure out if they're Gallifreyan or not, or if they're just random, like, uh, I think they are. So I think you're right, Matt. They're not like tattoos as in your traditional um, sort of tattoos you'd have on your skin, but he has got them on Mm. his nails. And um, see, I'm I'm a wealth of knowledge. So somebody did say... We never doubted you, Matt. We never doubted you. Somebody did say, are those, um, are they Gallifreyan symbols on his nails? And then somebody says, yes, Shooty mentioned these um, in a video interview that he did. So that's a first for the doctor, right? Fingernail tattoos. Mm. Well, well, well. Apologies, Shooty. You can accessorize. You've got the rings. You've got the things. It's all going on. My Just bad. needs a hat. Just needs a hat. So what are we saying then, hat-wise, for Shooty? We, like baseball cap backwards? What are we saying? No? Fedora? <laughs> Western look, I don't know. I don't know. I, re- I don't know. I reckon he could put up. Remember that hat that Pertwee puts on? I think it's literally only in Spear from Space. That sort of dark, uh, <laughs> Shelby type hat. I reckon Shooty could pull that off. I tell you what, for Shooty though, Beret, come on, Beret, come on. It's got to be a done. Raspberry. What about the incredibly long <laughs> raspberry? Beret. The incredibly long Troughton one. Oh yes, did he? Did he yes. actually? Oh yeah, he wore that. I was going to say, did he ever wear it on screen? But yes, it's um, is that Power of the Doctor? Is that the only story he wears it? I think it might be. I think maybe I that and the Highland, the Highlanders. Not ah, sure. Highlanders. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they wrote about it in Doctor Who magazine recently. They're, they're doing that series of like uh, one object for every uh, year of the sixty years of the show, and they yeah. they did the, one of the years they they wrote about that hat. Uh, and yeah, I literally read it in there, like what stories it was in, but it escapes me now. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely just a couple of stories in that first season, I think. Mm-hmm. I've got I'd two absolutely... pictures in my head. There's like a tall hat, and then there's like this sort of crumpled, mm. or is it the same hat? I don't know. I know. I think I know the one you mean, though. Yeah, it's been run over, but he still put it on. Yeah, it looks like it's been <laughs> trampled by a Dalek. Yeah. 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 Um, before we get on to some of the stuff that we like to see in the upcoming specials. Mm. Um, did Troughton ever change his costume? Hmm. So Hartnell did. He had sort of waistcoats and stuff, yeah. didn't he, Hartnell? Troughton, Pertwee definitely did. He was just like, yes, I'm filming <laughs> much every scene. Yeah, exactly. I'm filming this week. I'm off down to the tailors. I'll be back momentarily. Oh God. <laughs> Velvet bloody suit. What colour this week, John? Never you mind. I'll be back in a little <laughs> while. But but I can't remember with Troughton if he um if his costume changed, other than the hats, of course. Uh, Not in my mind, I but I might can't be remember. wrong. Can't he, he I don't think he did. Only, did. Oh, no. The only time and it's not really he, it's not really him, <laughs> is it? But enemy of the world would be sort of the only time hmm. I guess um, yeah. when he and his mm-hmm. doppelganger of such. Yeah, and he did regenerate his clothes, didn't he? Because like, there was a big fuss about the fact that 
the 14th Doctor regenerated his clothes when he went from Jodie to Tennant. But, you know, the first Doctor, when he regenerated into Charlton, the clothes changed. So it's not like a first. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if they actually changed after that. Interesting. That is very interesting. So, Troughton and Davison, no interest in changing it up a bit. Just having a wash. Davo, do you want to change us a bit? No. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be done with this show anyway in a matter of weeks. So, it's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Change that celery? Right. <laughs> yeah, don't bother. Uh, well, it Steady. Put some water on it. <laughs> Steady now, you lot. Come on. Very naughty. Right. Let's go to Harry first. Harry. Yes. Tell us a couple of tell us a couple of things that you are hoping to see. Uh, and it can either be the upcoming specials with David Tennant, those ones with um, Catherine Tate, that stuff. Or it could include mm-hmm. the Christmas special that we've seen, the very set picks that we've spoken about with Shooty and Millie and so on. Just in general for the rest of the year, what are you hoping to see in... What would be your make you smile watching Doctor Who? Well, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm kind of. So when I imagine the 60th anniversary, uh, similarly to when we were um, anticipating the 50th, I, I was thinking, I want to imagine all these things, all of these different doctors and all these different monsters and all these different cameos and stuff. Um, but I'm conscious of the fact that we only have three one-hour episodes for the 60th, which is more than the 75 minutes we had for the 50th. But um, at the same time, you know, we don't want it to become overcrowded. We don't want to, like, flux chapter six situation where it just seems over overstuffed and incomprehensible. Um, but I really, 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 really want to see all of the surviving Doctors in there. I know that we had the majority of them for the power of the Doctor just gone, but... I I just want to see Matt Smith rock up and Peter Capaldi, uh, even Jodie. And dare I say it, Christopher Eccleston. I mean, I know that we're shaking our heads, but I, it would just be amazing <laughs> if they like pulled, pulled the wool over our eyes. I mean, come on. The guy said he was never going to do conventions and he was never going to do Big Finish. I mean surely the next natural step like the crescendo is he's gonna be in the back of the tv show i don't know maybe that is wishful thinking but um i think primarily i just want to see more than just david tennant uh, i mean i love david tennant and the fact that he is the current doctor again is you know wicked and having the same actor play two different incarnations is a really interesting idea which i like but i think it would be a shame if the 60th was just a tenant-centric mm-hmm. uh, thing. Uh, that wouldn't make any sense because you're celebrating 60 years, not just the five years that he was a part of it. Um, okay. Oh, but we have Beep the Meep. It's just like, no, that, that, that doesn't <laughs> cut it. <laughs> doesn't cut the mustard, yeah, Reja. Yeah, didn't Matt Smith say in the last week or two that he's not going to be in it? I mean, I think, I think he's just... Any, anyone who's denying it like mm-hmm. Matt or, or Peter I think they're just doing an Andrew Garfield no way home type thing I'm, herring, I'm, con- yeah. I'm convinced of that mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if that's not what they're doing um, because they say you know like n- none of the second special has been in any of the trailers and uh, you know the, the, the background of um, uh, Shooty in the trailer was was you know um, falsified like you know there's even though rtd's been like really open there's still a lot of secrecy around it so i wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to pull the wool over our eyes they they know what they're doing they know what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) he says with a nervous chuckle at the end yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean i don't know you never know i mean i'm conscious of the fact that maybe i might listen to this like later on down the line and go you were wrong harry you were so so wrong (laughs) but yeah we'll see okay cool uh matt what are you hoping to see, dude? Um, I'm, well, I'm really looking forward to uh, the 60th specials. I, yeah, I, I grew up. Well, technically, my first Doctor was Eccleston, but I, I, I fell in love with Doctor Who from the word go. But really, when David Tennant came aboard, um, and yeah, favorite favorite pairings um, for on screen Doctors uh, uh, David Tennant and, Do- and Donna, so um, and Catherine Tate, so. It's an absolute joy uh, to see them back, and I'll cherish every three hours, uh, all three hours that we've got. Um, Saying that, I really, really am looking forward to Shooty's 
um, series kicking off and uh, you know, new companion, new era uh, can't wait to see what they're doing with the TARDIS I know that they um, I think they were saying in an interview with somebody to, in, to do with the production that the TARDIS is um, it might have been in the Doctor Who magazine that it's absolutely impossible um, and they couldn't quite believe how insane this this like concept was and they had to almost get it as insane as possible but within budget so i'm so excited to see what they do there um mm -hmm. really though I, I just any more doctor who i'm i'm just I'm, I'm just excited to see any of it and all of it you're just ready you're ready for it yeah yeah i read you always uh before we move on to to adam maria um Maria catfished us. She was like, I, I, I don't know about Troughton's outfit. Oh, I don't know. Probably the same in every episode, to be honest. And then in the chat, she's just put in a very detailed description of the changes. And uh, yeah, so she catfished us. Nice. So apparently... In my, in my defence, <laughs> Patrick Troughton's era is in black and white. So I couldn't have told, I couldn't have told you that it was a different costume. I read, you. I read you. So, Maria says, Yeah. He wore very baggy trousers, which were held up by red braces with stars, moons, and flowers, or white braces with a navy stripe down the middle. In his first two stories, the trousers were orange and black, two inch check. Later, he wore brown houndstooth trousers. These are very colour-oriented, oriented, like, costumes, considering it was in black and white. Hmm. Cheers, Maria. Sorry, Mr. That's Trump. okay. Mm, that's okay. I'm just thinking how how <laughs> similar the colour scheme is to our upcoming Doctor, because it's called talking about oranges and how houndstooth trousers. So you know there are some. There's probably a bit of throwback to the classic classic um, series as well. Mm. Nice, geeks. Um. Well, yeah. I. I Got to agree with Harry a little bit that I do, as much as I love talent, um, I don't want him to carry the whole 60th on his shoulders. I'd like to see uh, some other familiar faces to celebrate 60 years. Um, I mean, I would love Matt. I just would love to see Matt back on screen. I adore his doctor. Um, I just think just to see him burst onto our screens and surprise us would be mind-blowing. Um, I don't know whether it's going to happen, but... If it did, I'd be up for that. Um, but I really, aside from the doctors, I really want to see um, Susan back. I think I said it when me and you chatted, Gary. I really, really want to see Susan back. I felt like Susan and Ian Chesterton really should have been in the 50th. I've always felt that was the time they should have been in it because Coal Hill School was brought back. You know, Stephen was laying little hints. I thought, yes, come on. And they weren't. So I think it's time Susan came back um, and had a story um, just to tie that all up because, yeah, I think, you know, the doctor said one day we'll come back and I think 60 is a good time to do it. So, and obviously we had Ian Chesterton in Power of the Doctor, which was a lovely moment. But uh, yes, I want Susan to come back and I would like to see Matt Smith and dare I say it, Peter Capaldi, but th they're less likely, I feel. Yeah, I read you. And Eccleston, I don't think he's even, <laughs> I don't think that is going to happen in a million years. Not but, but because of, you know, the way that he spoke about RTD in interviews, <laughs> you know, fairly recently has been quite cutting and I, I just cannot see that mm. happening. <laughs> But I'd love it. I mean, great, it'd be great to see him rock up, wouldn't it? But yeah, you know, put the old leather jacket back on for one last spin. But doubt, doubt it. It's a shame, isn't it? It's a real shame because there's so many falling outs over the years with not just Doctor Who, mm. but loads of things. And you just think, for oh, God's sake, you know, just because if you think about it, there could be some amazing stories for Eccleston to pick up and some little bits that to fill in the, some of the gaps around his series and stuff. And if they can just, I don't know, it just like Russell T. Davis always comes across like um, pretty forthcoming with like, look, I've got no problem with Chris. This happened. You know, I'm over it. You know, if he wants to come back, thumbs up. Everything's cool. But when you hear, <laughs> sorry, Eccleston fans, but when you hear Chris Eccleston talk about it, he's just a miserable old bastard, isn't he? Like all the time. <laughs> 
all the bloody time about it. Because even when somebody asks him about it, before he's even answered the question, his face drops, the tone in his voice drops, and you just think, oh, for God's sake, just you just need to lock the two of them in a pub somewhere, give them a few pints and let them thrash it out and it'll be all right. But yeah. it's such a shame, it really is. It's a bit like Oasis, right? Oasis, those two, they could be like, Oasis are still one of the best bands in British, you know, indie kind of music. Just sort your beep out and go and headline bloody Glastonbury. Make a few mm. quid, make their fans happy, just because you've got a bit of a mard on. Just go and sort it out. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, it Chris. It is the same, because him, him and Russell did work together on other stuff as well, didn't they? They did a, was it called The Second Coming or something? It was a great It was, yes. Yeah, was very good. Eccleston yeah. was like, yeah, thought he was, was he, did you think he was God or Jesus? Jesus, I can't remember, yeah. But it was quite a cool yeah. drama. Nartied. Yeah, like you said, it's just, it's a bit like you said the Oasis brothers. You like your brothers. Sit down in a room, have a drink. You know, clear the air. Exactly. You life's feel so too much short. better for it. Yeah. yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, life's too short. Don't don't carry around. Don't look back in anger. <laughs> I was going to say, don't carry around all that anger. Yeah. Don't yeah. let the argument cast no shadow. Just get on with it. And but the thing is, it's like they're not spring chickens. Any of these people with the greatest of respect. It's not like they've had a falling out in their teens and they're only in their early 20s. They're not Harry's age. And, you know, they haven't got, like, another 40 years to sort it out. It's like, come on, the clock's ticking. Who fans are impatient? Sort it out. Um, yeah. Anyway, we digress a little bit. So, um, Maria, what are you looking forward to the most? Or is there anything that you want to see particularly with storylines, doctors, any of that sort of thing? Returning doctors, you know what I mean? Uh, I suppose. <laughs> Hold on, Maria. Hold that thought. Hold that thought, Maria. You're <laughs> muted. One sec. Oh. And go. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking ahead, obviously, to David Tennant and Catherine Tate coming back because I think – They've got three hours, obviously, with these um, specials that are coming out in the November. Um, I'm just thinking, if other doctors come back, does that kind of take away from whatever story they're in? Because obviously they were a very popular pairing together. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, because Russell T. Davis has got three hours to play with. What, what is he going to incorporate in those specials? I mean, I would like to see the return of... Gallifrey, if I'm honest, because I think it was a big mistake kind of um, destroying it. Um, so I'd like to see it come back, only because I've probably got really fond memories of the uh, 25th anniversary special. Um, and I'd, I'd quite like to kind of see Gallifrey come back. Um, I wouldn't mind actually seeing Matt Smith come back. Although saying that, I do think he... He actually showed so much in the three series that he was in because obviously, you know, he kind of he kind of grew into that role so much, and we kind of saw him from when he was kind of really young to a really old man. So you know, I'm not I'm not going to be too disappointed if he doesn't come back. I suppose it would be nice because it's the sixtieth, but realistically, what would Russell bring back? He would probably bring back the Daleks. I'm imagining. Um, because it's the 60th, although saying that they have had a bit of an outing recently, I suppose. But, um, yeah, he'd probably bring back the Daleks. I wouldn't mind seeing them. Um, I don't know. It's, it's really difficult to say because, uh, I mean, it was such a it was such a curveball kind of seeing David Tennant come back. It's really difficult to know exactly what what those three you know what those three specials are going to be i mean I, I suppose from my own personal point of view i'd like to see if david tennant is going to be the 14th doctor i'd like to actually see a slightly different interpretation to the 10th doctor so that he's quite a distinct doctor in his own right if that kind of makes sense i know he's only going to be back yeah. for a short time but i would like to kind of see him kind of play it slightly differently i suppose mm -hmm. um only because I don't want a repeat of the 10th Doctor, if that kind of makes sense, because it seems a waste of time them, them coming back. Um, I mean, Russell T seems to have 
big plans. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens um, with the three-hour specials. Um, and I am looking forward to the Christmas special, obviously, with um, um, Shooty and um, Ruby and, you know, our new companion. But I'm not kind of looking that far ahead yet. I'm, I'm more intrigued by what he's going to do with um, David Tennant and Catherine Tate, really. You know, are they going to be in those three are they going to be in all three specials i suppose they might be and you know who's he going to bring back um i don't know it's really intriguing um you know does he look does he look backwards or does he look forwards um russell t i don't know sorry i'm not i'm not sure really what i what i'm looking forward to i'm, I'm looking forward to it but i don't know what i'm looking forward to <laughs> i read you yes it's, it kind of links into a question that we had on discord from um, Starscream759 and he says uh, are you looking forward to the next Doctor after the 60th anniversary so I think um, yeah in a nutshell we are we are all looking forward to that I think that's um, starting with the Christmas special and then onwards into 2024 and whatever goodness we get uh, from that um, okay so nothing hugely specific that we want to see I think we're uh, the feeling I'm getting is overall we just first of all hold on one second Matt here we go this is like Matt's the person that when you have a meeting and someone says any other business Matt's the dude <laughs> Matt's the guy that puts his hands up uh, when everyone's desperate <laughs> to go um, I, th- I don't think there's anything hugely specific but I think we're all just um, really looking forward to A just having new Doctor Who on the tea, on the telly box, and also um, just what are they really planning to do with potentially bringing older Doctors back? Whether that's um, obviously not Eccleston, but um, Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi, uh, or dare I say, it, any other classic Doctors like they did for um, Jodie's uh, last story, which would be cool because Adam mentioned that really. Um, Ian and Susan, they should have been in the 50th, which they absolutely should have done. So I'm hoping that they don't do the same thing with the 60th, and that is just plough through it and um, uh, it's difficult, isn't it? Because um, I remember when Moffat was interviewed about it loads of times after that went out and everyone said, why didn't you include the classic Doctors in the actual runtime? You know, forget the the five-ish doctors and all that that they're involved in some capacity but why weren't they featured in the actual story and stuff i remember him saying well he wanted to treat the 50th as a look towards the future of doctor who rather than a look back and a retrospective celebration of it he wanted to be a celebration of the time of the show now and everything to come which is okay i guess fair enough however it did feel like we were shortchanged just a wee bit because mm. Anyway, so in the 60th, perhaps one last time, you know, some of the classic Doctors will, will don a costume or an outfit and, and rock up. Who knows? I'm surprised no one's mentioned McGann, actually, because you just talking about the 50th made me think of that little afterthought that Moffat had, wasn't it? It was like, oh, yeah, we could do that little McGann story. It was a very, uh, the 11th hour thing, apparently. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw McGann, you know. Just rock up you because reckon? it intrigues me that he was the only one in his costume in Power of the Doctor. Uh, I, I can't. Mm. I wonder why because it's not like they couldn't afford to get a robe for him. <laughs> you know. um, yeah, sorry, or Maria. Could, yeah, then, Susan. Yes. Yeah, Susan should be in the 60th. Absolutely, as Adam said. Yeah. Mm. Um, why hasn't McGann come back to a proper story yet? That's what I mean. I think we should see a bit more McGann. We haven't mentioned him at all so far tonight. No. No, I thought That's he might terrible. be one of the things people said they thought should be in the 60th. Hmm. That's terrible. Sorry, Paul. But he could be. He could be. Matt, what were you going to say, buddy? No, um, yeah, I, I am that <laughs> annoying person that's, uh, <laughs> that needs to be, you know, put a bit of tape over their mouth. No, you can't ask any more questions. I get... Far too excited on these roundtables. Um, no, I, I, what I was going to ask, uh, what I was going to say, I was, I'm just, 
a little bit worried um, about David Tennant coming back as uh, as RTD has said in his own right a full incarnation of the Doctor, the Fourteenth Doctor. Isn't it just a little bit sad that he's only going to have three hours as the Doctor? Mm. A whole mm. incarnation of the Doctor is only going to last three hours. I know it's kind of it's not as uh, what's the word? It's not as um, you know time. I, I'm struggling for the right word. Um, it's not as important now that Jody, um, uh, sorry, the Thirteenth Doctor, their story with the, uh, the timeless child, has, has said that you know there's no limits to the regenerations. So I guess it's taken away a little bit on that. But I still, time. I still feel a bit sad about it. Every time, Matt. Every time. On the round table. What have I done? You mentioned the timeless flipping child. Every time. <laughs> oh, I like it. <sighs> right, well, let me just make a little quick note here. I like here. it. Future round tables. No. Don't Matt. invite Matt. I'm just no. unfriending him on Twitter. Yeah. And Twitter. yeah. yeah. Um, right, so. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think that's uh, an issue, to be honest, buddy, because... Let's face it, I think David Tennant is the second longest running Doctor, I think. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he is after Tom Baker. I think. Perhaps. I think. So, we've had lots and lots of David Tennant over the years. So the fact that he's back for a few hours, I think is... I know you're, you're saying it's specific to this particular regeneration and this particular um, version of the Doctor that he's going to play. Yes, you're right. It will only be um, in relation to the bigger picture. It will only be a very short time. But I think everyone's used to David Tennant now and his take on the Doctor and stuff. I don't think it's going to be a, oh, we've only just warmed up to you after two hours and now you're going sort of thing. I, I think everybody knows. Unless they do something very, very quirky with this particular regeneration in terms of multiverse stuff. Mm. But what we've seen so far of him in the trailer... It looks very much like your bread and butter David Tennant's Doctor. So I think it'll be all right. You can look at it another way. You can look at it another way as well and think, you know, there's a lot of opportunities here for extended universe stuff. I mean, you know, we already have the, the comic strip in Doctor Who magazine. And I mean, David loves doing Big Finish. So, you know... I, I think they're almost certainly going to do a 14th Doctor Big Finish series. I mean, how they would distinguish it from the 10th Doctor stuff is like, that's the, I suppose, the interesting dramatic question there. Like, what kind of stories would you tell that wouldn't just be also the 10th Doctor adventures, you know? Uh, but yeah, um, that's all very exciting. Yeah, Big Finish all over it. You know they've written 50 stories for this incarnation of this Doctor already. They're all over it. Um, okay, interesting stuff. So we have one more question in on the Discord. Let's answer that before we wrap up. Uh, this is from uh, Doc Haunt, and it says, considering the representation from the comics in the 60th, can somebody fill me in on what's going on with the comics, please, dudes? Uh, he says, are there any big finish only monsters that you would like to make the jump to screen? Matt already knows of one. If it's anything to do with the Timeless Child or anything to do with the Drashigs, you can get out of this round table <laughs> oh God, the now. So, Matt. I I want the sand monsters from Sleep No More Ooh, to come back. You dirty, <laughs> dirty, That's the dirty. final nail in the coffin. Get him out. Right, if we ever meet up, Matt, at the BFI or in London or whatever event, yeah, I'm going to slap you for that. It's going to be a punch. I ex- yeah, I expect it. I fully expect <laughs> it. And, and fully deserved. I you mentioned add. the sand people in the same, almost the same sentence as the Drashigs. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So, Matt, do you genuinely have one? Or are you just messing? Yes. Oh, you do. Right. No, I, I do have one. And they're probably my favourite Big Finish villain. And it's the Ravenous. Oh, yeah. The okay. ravenous are bone chilling. They are as 
creepy as anything that I've seen in the Doctor Who universe. And I think um, the way they're described as like these clowns that are almost too scary. You know, forget about Pennywise, forget about your nightmares. Like this is the ravenous. These are just beyond your nightmares sort of thing. They, they are, they keep you awake all night. Um, and I'd love to see that on screen, but whether it would work because it's, you know, it's not an adult only show. It's, it's, it's got to be catered for the younger audience as well. Um, so whether or not they get watered down, whether that would be a regret, um, take away some of their scariness, but I couldn't race through ravenous, um, you know, faster. I just loved the, that villain. I thought they were impeccable. Hmm. That's a good one, dude. Anyone else got any big Finnish monsters that they'd want to see giving the Doctor some trouble on screen? I uh, haven't actually listened to enough big Finnish to answer this question, but what I will say is that if they do have uh, any big Finnish-specific uh, characters or monsters uh, in the show, then that would be really cool if someone... Uh, like me who is unfamiliar with the material as kind of like a gateway into that material i feel mm. like that would be pretty cool so i'm open to uh having characters from the audio be in the live action so that i'm kind of introduced to them in that way cool okay yes yeah, fair enough dude yeah uh maria are you a big finnish listener i i think you are now and then right um yeah i mean i've listened to a few stories um i I have to be honest, I probably haven't listened to enough um, to kind of identify any monsters, but um, I think Harry's idea is a really good one. Um, you know, maybe introduce some characters that are, you know, big Finnish staples, um, kind of introduce them in the TV series. I think that would be a really good idea because, um, uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of anyone offhand right now, I have to be honest, because um, I've, I've probably only listened to about how many 20 20 big finishes maybe okay. yeah um so yeah okay sorry i'm not i'm not a good person to ask on this question no that's cool that's cool uh i think are you sitting on one adam are you i can't know if you're mulling one over or not no i was just thinking to you know to fair play to rip marie because big finish do um i mean they do have some original monsters and villains but they also a lot of their audios uh use monsters that we've already had i mean they've done mm. a billion dalek stories and um uh and they tend to use like the crotons and bring back monsters we've already had so i was actually struggling to think of an original one that they've they've um you know made that they could bring back i mean the 11 sprang to mind because i think he's such a great character mm. um and mark bonner is that the actor's That's name the mark bonner? Yep. I think so. yeah it is a great yeah. actor so he could transfer very nicely from audio to to screen and he i think i can imagine him being really creepy uh, on screen and playing that part really well the only thing is uh i'm not sure where the character of the 11 is in terms of big finish stories at the minute because i think i don't know they may have already wrapped up his story if you know what i mean but he would he would work very well i think on tv be yes. very creepy character what Indeed. was the first part of that question was it something about the comics um yeah so um the question was um, considering the representation from the comics in the 60th. So, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think this is something probably to do with the storylines or characters that have been announced from... Um, who's the company that manages the, the comics of Doctor Who? It's um, Titan? Titan yeah. Comics? Yeah. Titan. Titan. Yeah, so they've probably... Yeah. Are they referring to, like, Beep the Meep, maybe? Because he's from mm, a comic. So Beep the Meep and the Bug, the Bug guys, I don't know what they're called... Um, they're from, is it the Iron Legion? Does anyone know? Because I'm like you, Gary, I'm not overly familiar with this, but I know that they're, was it a fourth Doctor comic, the Iron Legion? Yeah, I think so, that? from that time. That seems yeah. to just stick in my head. So I think Beat the Meep and the Bug-Eyed Monsters that we've seen in the trailer are from that, which I like because it's really obscure, uh, but I, I do like the fact that Russell has plucked them out of that comic and and brought them to screen but right, uh, that's okay. about as much as i know about it really right i read you so, yeah so um yeah. yeah so basically what doc haunt is saying is yeah i think you're absolutely right so are there any considering that we've had some characters pop up in the 60th that are picked out of the comic specifically that weren't in the tv show i yeah. think it's a similar question like are there any are there any monsters or aliens specific to big finish 
that you would like to see you know plucked out and popped in so yeah um big finish is always a strange one isn't it because mm-hmm. um as we said a billion times over the years dude there's just so much content to yeah. even think about like where uh, we really we're gonna have to do a podcast series on on um on like where do you start with big finish and recommending a whole bunch of stories because um we're no experts ourselves i think you've listened out of all of us ad you've listened to probably the most i mean i've listened to i don't know maybe i don't know close to 80 stories i think for me and that's mm. nowhere near like the the whole output so we'll probably get onto that at some point but that's a great question um doc Haunt. i think the only one for me it would just be a complete funny hilarious thing and they're not really monsters as such but um one of my fave uh, stories from big finish is the eighth doctor story the chimes of midnight and story. it would be yeah. awesome to just drop shooty's doctor into the possessed house with mm. all the the characters you know knocking around uh you know christmas wouldn't be christmas yes. without your your plum pudding mrs bagley you know all that it would be great because <laughs> that's such a it's such a hauntingly scary mind mess up of a story that one and i think if that's if that was done well that would be really good on screen that would be a real twilight zone-esque kind of very cool story so but yeah like you guys i can't really think of a specific doctor who uh, sorry big finish monster or alien that i'd pluck out but yeah good question though that stopped us for a bit those those shifty eyes wouldn't they the shifty eyes yeah (laughs) oh such a good story it's a great story so um harry maria if you've not listened to the chimes of midnight the mcgann story oh you have no I think I listened to one episode of it, but it tends to be the thing with Big Finish where audio drama is not really my favourite medium and I sort of tend to zone out and then I lose interest. But I'm very keen after I've done this Doctor Who marathon to like get into Big Finish. Cool, uh, so cool. in a few years' time, I'll <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> nice one, yeah. So yeah, Maria and uh, Harry, if honestly, if you if you can just get through that first bit, it really progresses into like a... Yeah, it's great. It's a very, very cool story. Pretty creepy. One of the creepiest ones that I've heard on, on Big Finish, which is good. Okie dokie. Uh, just, um, oh, here we go again. Just add that here we you, go. <laughs> you, you two were the, the only reason that I know about Big Finish. That was my first... I, I listened to your podcast. I think it was 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I said... You were talking about Big Finish. I said, what's this Big Finish? And then I, I think I messaged you. And that's that's why I've got into Big Finish, and yeah, it, I'm so glad I did. It's it's such such a good medium. It's they their stories, you know, but they're not always uh, they produce so much that it's not always uh, you know outstanding. But majoritively, yeah, there's some fantastic stories to to be listened to on there. Agreed, agreed. Oh, nice one, dude. Didn't realise that we got you into it. That's cool nice okay i'm not going to ask this question to matt to the rest of you any other thoughts or anything that you'd like to uh to sign off with because we're going to wrap up now for uh for the february um round table so maria it's been very cool as always thanks very much gary um is it too, is it too late to wish everyone a happy new year i suppose it is no happy not at all year, everybody not at all do it <laughs> Happy, Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Harry, it's been cool, as always. Yeah, it's been great, Gary uh, and everybody. Thank you. Um, Happy New Year. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Pancake Day, which was yesterday. <laughs> hey. Um, and, yeah, I'm so looking forward to November, uh, and I'm looking forward to Doctor Who magazine every month because no doubt there'll be some good uh, news coming out of that every month i mean hopefully we get an announcement on spin-offs because i'm sure that's incoming uh and we can talk about that but yeah i look forward to having more of these discussions for the 60th anniversary year it's going to be a good one it is going to be a good one nice one dude matt it's been awesome you sure you want to ask? as always dude thank you very much <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's been it's been um, amazing uh, as always, Gary. Um, great to have Adam with us as well uh, today. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I love these roundtables. They're, they're always great, and I always think of questions, and then I speak too much and annoy everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't hold that against you, dude. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, Mr. Co-host, Mr. Ad, it's been good to have you here, dude. Yeah, cheers. It has been great to jump in. And um, actually, I think what you were just saying about, you know, the build up to the 60th and November sounds like such a long way away. But you know what? Without wishing our lives away, it will come around quick. And I'm very excited to sort of chat through with everyone in this room and and, uh, and the other guys as well as we get get into the 60th i think we've got some very exciting months ahead i really do i think we're gonna have some really fun discussions around the table uh even in maybe the next couple of months you know as we go through i think it's really gonna start to build up so i can't wait to just sit around and discuss it really can't i think we've got some good times ahead i really do yeah well said dude indeedy yes Okie dokie. Thank you very much, guys. Let's run the uh, let's run the credits and wrap up the February rounds eight ball. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Doctor Who, Big Blue Box listener, for tuning in to another month, and that was a February Roundtable. Thank you very much to these guys, Harry, Maria, Matt, and my co-host Adam for clocking in for another shift (laughs) as we uh, talk about uh, some cool upcoming stuff with our new Doctor, with our returning... Doctor in a way in the form of David Tennant and uh, and some stuff beyond that. And um, I love these guys' little... (laughs) You can't see this, listener, but these guys have got their little figures and toys. They're very cool. Um, yes, it's been very cool. And uh, the guys over on Discord, thank you very much for your questions. Um, Doc Haunt and Starscream759, very cool. Uh, right, as I said at the beginning, make sure that you are following and subscribing to this podcast wherever you get your podcast, so you won't miss an episode when it lands every Friday on the weekly show and then every month for this round table. You can also listen to... Uh, all this stuff over on the website which is bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and you can also uh, check out all the reviews and articles from this lot Uh, we're on the socials too Instagram, Twitter and Facebook there are links on the website come and connect with us over there as we chat Doctor Who throughout the week and we have a very cool free Discord server hop in there uh, the links on the website and chat Doctor Who with a very cool community of Who fans that we've built up over the last year or so so come and get involved over there uh, check out Adam's channel over on YouTube. It is the Geeks Handbag. Don't forget Geeks to remember. Handbag. Don't forget That's to remember. It. That's it. Don't forget to remember. Geeks Indeed. Handbag. Right, let's do this. Let's see if we can get this <laughs> good. On. Let's get a good Alonzi for the Let's Here we go. Until next week, remember. Uh, 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 u